Welcome to the Nonprofit Hub Radio Podcast, where we highlight nonprofit innovators, leaders, and influencers every week that are changing the sector for the better. I'm your host, Delaney Molinex, Executive Director of Nonprofit Hub. If you're not for profit and all for purpose, you're in the right place. You see, we know you're already doing good, but we've designed this podcast to help nonprofit professionals find growth, joy, and connection. So tune in weekly for new episodes to elevate your cause, spread the news, and share the resources we share with you. We'd like to thank DonorBox for sponsoring today's episode of the Nonprofit Hub Radio podcast. DonorBox is the online fundraising engine of choice for over 50,000 organizations in 96 countries. Their intuitive fundraising software was designed with your donors in mind. Go to DonorBox.org to sign up today. That's D-O-N-O-R-B-O-X dot O-R-G. Now here's Delaney with today's guest, Taylor Shanklin. Delaney here with Nonprofit Hub. I spoke with Taylor Shanklin. Taylor is a TEDx speaker. She is the host of an amazing podcast called Talking Shizzle. Um, but mainly she's a marketing innovator in the social impact um, sector. And she is the founder and CEO of a branding firm called Barlele. And if you're as interested in, in how she came up with that name, Barlele, <laughs> you will hear that in this next episode too. But she recently launched a um, subscription-based graphic design service called Creative Shizzle that's bringing the greatest design to more nonprofits and small businesses. Um, in her marketing career, she's helped hundreds of organizations tell their story in digital channels. And she lives in North Carolina with her family and a doggo named Lady. In her free time, she loves to swim, ski, hike, and chase um, said dog lady. Um, Something that really made me curious about Taylor was this concept of a nonprofit brand promise. And I think when a lot of people hear the word brand, they think a logo, maybe the coloring, maybe the font, some guidelines that you put around the graphic design of the company. But the nonprofit brand promises different things to different groups of constituents, your volunteers, your clientele, your customers, your board members, your employees. And how does your nonprofit brand cover and make sure that this promise is is coming through and to all those different groups? And so we talk a lot about this term essence. And the definition of essence is the intrinsic nature or indispensable quality of something, especially something abstract that determines its character. And so when you think about your nonprofit brand, what is the essence and what is that promising to your different groups of constituents? We're super excited to have Taylor on. She's going to dive into your nonprofit brand promise. Um, but before we get diving into all of that good stuff, um, Taylor, who are you? Ah, hello. Hi, I'm Taylor Shanklin. My friends call me T-Shank. Good to be here. Um, yeah, I actually picked up that nickname my first job in nonprofit marketing. Where did it I come was, from? What is that about? Um, well, I when I first started working, this was at a company called Convio back in early, uh, 2007. And um, I, I don't know, people started calling me by my last name, but it wasn't Shanklin at the time. It was like right before I get, got married. And then, I don't know, one of my friends there one day was like, what are we going to call you? Like, 
can't call you Coolman anymore. I was like, I don't know. Coolman's <laughs> a good last name. That cool was- man. Yeah, exactly. I know. I had a pretty good last name. And Colin. so um, he goes, T-Shank. I was like, works for me. And then it just kind of stuck. And then I owned it. Like, I really owned it. I was like, I am T-Shank. So it just, it just stuck. Um, who am I? Let's see. I am a um, the CEO and founder of Barlele, which is a branding and marketing firm. We work with nonprofits and small businesses. Um, we just launched a new service. I'm wearing, I told you before we got online, I'm actually wearing a branded piece of apparel today, which I don't normally do. But um, someone on my team made this for me because we just launched a new service line called Creative Shizzle. Uh, and okay, for those, see, of the, I, for those of us that are going to be listening to this podcast without the video, tell us about the sweatshirt yeah. that you're wearing. So the sweatshirt, this is our owl. So we, I have a whole thing with birds and owls. So our, our, our Lele logo has a bird in it, a sparrow, like a sparrow. And then with this, you know, new brand, I was like, let's do something else that's a different kind of a bird. So we came up with a really fun owl. Oh, I love um, birds. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. We can be birds. Yeah, too. yeah. But no, I've been in nonprofit marketing for a long time. And I live in the mountains in North Carolina in Boone, which uh, if you're a college football fan, apparently we became on the map. We came on the map recently. App State is right down the street from me. College game day came out because we went down to um, Texas A&M and beat Texas A&M, which apparently, I don't know, I don't keep up, but apparently they were like number six in the country and App State down the road from me beat them. So um, shout out to Boone. Uh, we have a team of creative people across the globe that help our clients just do better branding and marketing and content creation. Yeah. And what is your background? Because I know that you mentioned Bar Lele does work with nonprofits. Were you always in marketing for nonprofits? And how did you kind of like land in this sector, helping nonprofits to be a little bit noisier than, than our counterparts? Yeah. I Let's see. I kind of landed in it... Um, maybe on accident a little bit. I, uh, in terms of like actually focusing on the nonprofit industry. So I, my initial career was in the music industry. And after a little time in that world, I decided I wanted to pay my bills. And so I went back to school and got a graduate degree in mass communication. And upon graduating, one of my professors said, well, there's this cool company in Austin that you should check out. And I was I was living in Austin at the time still. And so she made an introduction to me and I was just like, I just need a job I'm out of school. I need a job. I've got all these like web development and communication skills now. This was like 2005-ish, um, kind of when I started that program and started learning web development and digital marketing. And I really had no, no idea about that world before. So I got a job at a company called Conbio. And essentially what they were doing was marketing automation for nonprofits. So I I liked the company. I liked what they were doing. So I kind of fell into it after a professor made an introduction to me in there and very quickly realized how much I liked being able to be innovative in the world of digital marketing, but also do it for a good cause. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of just stuck with me. And we, um, so we, we do still work with a lot of nonprofits. I built my career in the nonprofit marketing space 
And but we also serve uh, more social focused and mission driven businesses and small businesses. And that's kind of our our niche. We want to be able to help um, more people out there trying to do good in a variety of ways, uh, get their message out there and get heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for serving the nonprofit sector. I also seek to use my marketing skills for nonprofits. Um, I always say nonprofit loud and proud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, so Barlele is an interesting name. And I know we talked about how if I hadn't looked at your website, I would have said Barlel. But tell uh-huh. me a little bit more about what Barlele means and why did you say, decide on that name for your company? Yes. It... Um, First off, I I decided that Google was a weird word when Google came out. And so why couldn't I have a weird word name, you know? (laughs) It's just like the baby name, like even baby names these days are like, so. and I'm like, I'm here for it. Like anything that's like unique and interesting. I like it. Yeah, unique. But there there is a meaning behind it. Um, Bar means only and Lele means to fly or to soar. Um, Bar is Swedish and Lele is Hawaiian. So I, I took this concept of only soaring. I wanted to kind of help brands lift off and soar and, and keep soaring and be focused on only soaring. And so I took those kind of uh, words in other languages and put them together. And I don't know, it was like, I was literally was sitting down one night in a spreadsheet coming up with potential names for my company. And that was like your creative mastermind coming through. This is like what needs to happen with the owl. (laughs) Yeah. This is what I, this is what we do. We do branding. I love branding. And I was like, well, sounds interesting. Barlele. It's totally different. So from a trademarking perspective, I'm not going to have problems. Um, (laughs) Two, it means something both to me and to our clients with only soaring and um, three, it the point of branding is to get it, people's attention and to stand out in the noise and to be the purple cow, uh, which is, you know, something that I've always loved and, and taken from Seth Godin and his book, Purple Cow. And I mean, I've got a lot of purple in my life now, you know, and so like stand out, be bold, be interesting and make people stop and ask a question. So it's become something that is a conversation starter. People often ask me like, what is that name? You know? And and then I explain it and they think, oh, that's really, really cool. And I have a little bird tattoo for only soaring. Yes. Um, So it's kind of, it's a, it's a life mantra really that I think I took into my company. I, um, yeah. Love it. Well, speaking of the importance of branding, you're obviously very passionate about it and what it means to you. What is a nonprofit brand promise? That's a really good question. I think it's an experience that you deliver to people who engage with your brand. So, and that experience can happen in so many different ways. You know, a lot of times when we think about branding, we think about what's the color, what's the font, what uh, what kind of words do we use? But okay, it's a lot more. Mm. Yeah. What's our logo look like? What's our color palette? Do we have a brand guideline? Like those are the things that usually come to our minds when we're thinking about brand identity and what a brand is. I really think of a brand and a nonprofit brand promise as an experience that you deliver to the world and to people who engage with you, your audience, um, your potential audience. Think about it this way, like there's so many different, you know, um, like think about all of the the spokes in a wheel 
think about your organization like a wheel and there's all these different spokes. There's advocacy, there's volunteerism, there's fundraising, there's marketing, there's programs. There are so many different things and so many different parts of your organization that people touch, whether they are getting direct services from your organization, whether they're giving to your organization, whether they're an advocate, whether they're a volunteer, whether they're a corporate sponsor. How do all of those people interact with your organization and get that same experience um, from the feeling that they get when they interact with you to the, you know, what they take away with them from that feeling as they go out into the world and spread your message maybe, or ask other people to get involved or just literally feel good for the day because they had that experience with your brand. And I think the promise part of it is promising to consistently show up with that brand Mm -hmm. um, across the entire organization so that you're not functioning as one that is all in silos where like the brand experience might be different in fundraising than it is in marketing. It should be consistently the same. And I think that's the promise that you keep to those who experience your brand. Hi, this is Kevin Burgess, the editor of the Nonprofit Hub Radio podcast, and I'd like to tell you about today's sponsor, DonorBox. DonorBox has a simple mission, to do everything possible to support nonprofit organizations in their efforts to make a difference. From hitting your first campaign goal to growing into a sustainable and thriving nonprofit, DonorBox makes it easy for organizations to maximize donations and attract more supporters. From charities to social impact groups to faith-based organizations, DonorBox delivers a simple, seamless donation experience for your supporters. So visit DonorBox.org to sign up with no setup or monthly fees and no contract required. That's DonorBox.org. Now here's Delaney and the rest of her conversation with Taylor Shanklin. Okay, so welcome back, guys. We're still talking with Taylor about a nonprofit brand promise, and she shared a little bit about what that means. But Taylor, I know that you dive into kind of these 10 areas that a nonprofit brand should include. Can you tell us maybe a couple of those areas and kind of what they mean? Yeah, yeah. So kind of as we were talking earlier about the the wheel, right? Like think of your organization like the wheel and there's all these different areas, right? So there's um, there's marketing, there's fundraising, there's sometimes there's marketing and communications, and those are different departments that work differently. There's programs, there's advocacy, there's all all these different parts of your organization, but all of these different parts of your organization should really be speaking the same brand language, right? So um, there are a few fundamental things that I think are very important to make sure that everybody at the organization is bought in on and um, embraces. And that is uh, your brand essence, right? So I like to think about brand essence as like, what's the vibe that your brand mm-hmm. gives off? You know, yeah. just just to fully embrace sounding like a millennial, what's your vibe? No, but it's <laughs> so brand. true. And like people talk about yeah. how like these for-profit companies, like think about Starbucks, like when, like, what yeah. do you feel when you think about Starbucks, right? Like everything about their branding gives you a feeling, which makes you a choose Starbucks over like McDonald's coffee, but like, what is it about their essence that is so different? And like starting to think about what do you, what do you want your nonprofit to feel like? 
Exactly. There's something about going into Starbucks versus McDonald's that just for me feels like for some reason it's worth paying a stupid amount of money for the coffee, you know, when it's really all just coffee. Um, And they do that so well because they get, they build that brand essence that like makes you feel whether it's sophisticated or now in my head, I just think the flavor is so much better or I walk in and it feels modern and hip and comfortable, you know, and like, that's kind of that essence that they have built for us. So the essence I think is the first thing that needs to be determined when you're thinking about your brand. Uh, The next part of it is your messaging, right? Your positioning. So like, what is your core value prop? We talk about this in the for-profit space a lot more in sales, but I think nonprofits have a core value prop as well. Sometimes it's referred to as the case for support. Like, why is it that you are the organization that is the best organization to have an impact and the best organization to give money to, to give to this cause? Because we're going to do this with it, right? So like really being very, very clear on why a donor should choose you how it matters, I think, to the donor, right, is kind of what you want to bring into that core value prop. A lot of times we talk about ourselves and we think, well, we matter because of X, because we do this. But donors are giving because they want to have that good feeling, because they want to see a problem solved in the world, because they want to be part of ending world hunger, or they want to be part of giving people clean drinking water, or they want to be the ones who put shoes on someone's feet, right? So put there that was energy. A, I think that's a really good point because I remember talking with someone and I think a lot of times when when a nonprofit professional, especially a fundraiser or marketer is asked, um, like, who are you guys? What do you do? It's, mm-hmm. I think what they're asking isn't necessarily how do you do it? Like, what are the programs that you offer? What they're asking is, what do you mean to people? Yeah. yeah. And that is, exactly. those are two totally different things. And yeah. one, one like hits, right? Like the heart spot more than saying we have like a shelter, we have like these programs. But if you say we're a safe home to somebody, like we're a lifeline, we're like A, B, and C that like, what do you mean to people? Exactly. What do you mean to people? Exactly. So that's the messaging, right? So first you got to get that. You've got to decide what's the essence. What kind of feeling in general do you want people to have from your brand? Next, do the messaging that aligns to that feeling, right? And then the third step is the brand identity. That's the visual stuff. That's the, how does it look? How does it feel? How does it sound? How does it smell? You know, the, Mm -hmm. the sensory things I think come last. A lot of times people, when they start with their branding work, they start with the visual stuff. They're like, well, let's get a logo. That's step number one. That's not step number one. How do you want to make people feel? How do you tell them in your words and your language and your message that they're going to feel that way? And then how do you back it up that feeling with the sensory things, that's the visual brand identity and the look and the feel and like how you actually bring it, all of that other stuff to life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What is the difference between branding and marketing? Because mm, I, what, I, what I hear you saying, is it marketing? No, it's not. No. But a lot of times we think about 
well, that's just marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they work together. Branding and marketing have to work together. Branding, I think, has to be done first. And then marketing happens after the brand is determined. Mm-hmm. Marketing is part of re-emphasizing and re-engaging that brand in the world. But let's mm-hmm. kind of break it down, the differences. Branding is what gets attention. Branding is what tells someone, you should stop and look at this. It's what initially catches their eyes and says, oh, I'm going to look at this and I'm going to read more. This is interesting to me. Marketing is what happens after you have their attention and how you keep their attention. Mm -hmm. So marketing is more like I think of it as if your brand is good enough to get the opportunity to have someone's attention, then the marketing is what engages them on an ongoing basis once you have their attention. Marketing is like the conversation that you keep having. So branding is kind of like the showstopper, like, look at me, pay attention. Here's why you should pay attention. And then marketing is like, cool, you're paying attention. We're going to keep you engaged. We're going to keep giving you stuff to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep showing you why you want to stay with us in this. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that, I mean, that still ties into like a nonprofit brand promise, right? Like you're continuing to add value. Exactly. Exactly. And like that marketing, that convert, that ongoing conversation, that's the marketing. It has to like consistently bring that brand promise like over and over again. Right. So like you've got to, that's why like a word that you'll hear me say a lot is be consistent, like consistency. (laughs) It's so important in branding and marketing to like, you pull it all together and then you consistently show up with the same stuff. A lot of times I hear nonprofit organizations say, yeah, but we're going to sound boring if we're saying the same thing all the time. Here's what I'll say to that. Your audience doesn't remember. They've like got really busy lives. They have a lot that they're doing. They don't remember. Okay. You remember because you're in it every single day. They don't. It's okay. You've got to keep reminding people. Hmm. Yeah. I, I can understand how you feel like you're just like a, like on repeat constantly, but I mean, it's important. Like if you think about all the major brands and like the taglines and things that you remember the most, it's because they say them all the time and they've been saying them for years and years and years. And like, that doesn't bug me. <laughs> like, I don't. Exactly. Like, no. is anybody, is anybody bothered by Nike? Just do it. I know. <laughs> no. Yep. Oh, I'm so annoyed. Why doesn't Nike come up with a new tagline? I've never thought that ever, right? And nobody's thought about Apple's think different. God, I wish they would change their tagline. You know, like that just doesn't happen. Yeah, very true. Very true. (laughs) Um, Well, one last thing before we wrap up this episode. Um, We recently rebranded the podcast. It's actually been a couple of different things. Hubcast, because this is like, this was our brand. We were like the hub everything. Hubcast, (laughs) like hub, hub, hub. (laughs) But then we moved to Good to Growth and we're kind of taking it back to our roots, which was the Nonprofit Hub radio podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, However, we still like to do a little bit of good news at the end of every episode. So what is a piece of good news that you can share to the nonprofit professionals that are listening today? Ooh, yeah. I think the good news is that um, I kind of want to talk about like we're in a time where I think people are starting to maybe get a little bit scared, right? You see more and more um, 
major companies laying people off. It's like this impending recession or I don't, I don't know. Is the recession here? Is it coming? And that's why people are like proactively laying people off. Everyone's scared of like rising prices. Everyone's scared. I mean, inflation is nuts, but I think that the good in where we are in the world today, despite the fact that like these are scary times, you might be starting to feel nervous. The good news is, is that we have all learned we are incredibly adaptable. And the last few years of COVID has shown us that. We have all learned that there are incredible technologies that allow us to very affordably continue doing our jobs and continue to have impact. So now is a time to innovate and to get creative. There are so many software tools out there now for nonprofits to use to get really great marketing done, really great branding done, uh, put out really great content at very affordable prices. And to me, that's just something that's exciting is like, you don't have to have a gigantic budget to do really good marketing. And that to me is just cool because I don't think it used to be that way. You know, you used to have to hire a huge agency to like and have a big budget to feel like you could really either buy the right software or get the right creative. And now there's just so many more options that even when we see these hard times coming, like there are tools that will allow us to adapt and to still get our jobs done and to still engage effectively and to still have good marketing and branding. Um, pretty much on any budget. And to me, that's really exciting and it's good news. It's very good news. Um, in fact, that's why like Nonprofit exists. So if if anyone listening does need some some marketing tips, some inspiration, you name it, head over to nonprofithub.org. 90% of everything on there is completely free to you. Um, just like Taylor said, there's free resources. There's so much help. Um, so never had to hesitate to reach out um, if you guys are looking for some help in that area. Um, thank you, Taylor, for everything today. Um, and we will see thank you guys on another episode. Great. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this Nonprofit Hub Radio podcast episode. For more resources on fundraising, marketing, and all things nonprofit, be sure to check out the number one nonprofit toolbox at nonprofithub.org. We hope you'll join us next week for another episode of the Nonprofit Hub Radio podcast.